0: Welcome to World Ocean Radio. I'm Peter Neal, Director of the World Ocean Observatory. The recommendation of every scientist is to collect more data. There are vast compendia, most everything caught up in a colossal search engine for information to fuel the even more demanding requirements of artificial intelligence, which we will rely on more and more for how the future works, decisions are made, problems are solved, students are taught, and services are delivered. Our world has become a huge data sink with the intent to observe everything there is to see, to know everything there is to know, whether or not we can understand it. Thus, we have efforts to assemble a definitive record of our existence, material culture in museums and historical societies, documents and visualizations in libraries and archives, Seeds and genomes in protected underground shelters, and penultimately in a database called the Catalogue of Life, a digital community of users based in the Netherlands, defined on its website as follows. The Catalogue of Life is the most comprehensive and authoritative global index of species currently available. It consists of a single integrated species checklist and taxonomic hierarchy. The catalog holds essential information on the names, relationships, and distributions of over 1.6 million species. The justification for this endeavor reads as follows. The loss and degradation of biodiversity are vital concerns for humanity. There is currently no single universal and complete reference to what species we think are alive today. Without this, we cannot sustainably use, explore, monitor, manage, or protect biodiversity resources. The catalog of life depends on the contributions of more than 150 global species databases established at centers of expertise around the world that continue to identify new data sources that address gaps. So what we have here is a database of databases, everything we know about life on Earth in every form, everywhere, in every time and place. There is an ironic calculation embedded in this process. We add to our count of species by consolidated records and new research and discoveries, and we subtract our count by the disappearance of species at a disconcerting rate as a result of conditions created by the human species, detrimental terminally to some others. Beyond toxins and other poisonous conditions for habitat, climate change is an additional major consideration as temperature, circulation, and other shifting conditions attack the distribution and survivability of species on land and sea. Data collection in the ocean is growing exponentially through fixed and floating observation systems, underwater vehicles, research vessels, satellite analyses, and redirection of scientific interest from terrestrial to marine environments worldwide. Initiatives in the U.S., Europe, and Asia are receiving large investments by governments, non-governmental organizations, and private capital. It is as if the old frontier is either polluted Or already known, and the research energy must shift to a new horizon where knowledge awaits. That is, if you can see through the chemicals dumped, oil spilled, persistent organic pollutants circulated, deoxygenated nitrogen concentrated, waste and plastic discarded, reefs and coastal nurseries despoiled, and all the other negative conditions now so evident in an ocean that no longer can be expected to infinitely heal itself. Despite all this, the ocean in its nurturing watershed remains our planet's most astonishing catalog of life. If we are to know it, we must preserve it. And to paraphrase what Jacques Cousteau so famously said, if we are to sustain it, we must love it and act to protect it. Yes, let's collect the data, as if that knowledge might be lost to memory. But yes, also, let's join every political and social action, locally, nationally, and internationally, to restrict and reorder how we engage with the ocean, and with that living data that is our inevitable sustenance for the future. Let's collect what we know. Let's put our knowledge to use. Citizens of the ocean, unite. We will discuss these issues and more in future editions of World Ocean Radio. World Ocean Radio is distributed by the Public Radio Exchange and the Pacifica Network for use by college and community radio stations worldwide. Find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and at worldoceanobservatory.org.